Michael, welcome back to the channel. This is the second time that uh, I've had you on the channel here. Excited to sit down and do an interview with you. I've gotten to know you a little bit over, how long has it been since we met? A year or so? Year, year and a half. Now. Year and a half, maybe. Yeah. yeah. You came out to Puerto Rico to my fast track program and and you actually stayed an extra day and got to hang out with, with me and my wife. And we talked about all kinds of stuff, business and plans and life and mindset. And uh, my wife was involved in some of those conversations, which was great. And really just kind of like uh, where where you want to go next in life. From there, you kind of came back to Phoenix mm-hmm. and and did some things and and did some deals and had some success. I'll put a link to a video. Our first interview was great. Uh, great reaction. People like that video. It's yeah. got it's got a lot of views. And I think it really kind of touched people because you talked about how um, you don't necessarily, when you get into this business, you talked a little bit about how you don't have to be the the entrepreneur with all the overhead and all the responsibility that you could actually be really successful underneath another group, another another business, another company that's doing the business. So you've done that, but now you've branched out. You've gone yes. on your own. So I'm excited to hear how it's going, what your plans are, what you're doing. So maybe yeah. let's pick up from where we left off, where you were uh, you were working under um, Ricky over at Flip Lab and their mm-hmm. group, and and now here you are. Yeah, yeah. And uh, thank you for having me back on the show. I really appreciate it. And uh, it's always a pleasure hanging out with you. So yeah, um, starting from where I left off, you know, I was, um, you know, I'm still the spokesperson for the new investor out there that, you know, still is trying to find their way, of yeah. course. And, um, you know, being an entrepreneur is amazing. Um, and I really enjoyed that. But eventually, you know, I, I you think about, hey, why did you leave your W-2 job? Yeah. And, and it always comes down to, you know, just aligning with yourself and what your goals are. And, you know, it's like, hey, maybe maybe I should just take the leap of faith here and and do what I should have been doing all along. And, um, you know, for the, the company that I was working with before, I have so much, so much respect for mm-hmm. them because they got me to the next step. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, there's and what, you were doing acquisitions with them. Yep. Acquisitions, yeah. um, purely acquisitions. And then, uh, they, they essentially would take do, it from there and doing some decent volume. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We, I mean, it was at the height of the market yeah. and, you know, I was, I was also with them during, you know, the correction and, mm-hmm. and up until pretty recently. So, you know, everybody's making their adjustments and, you know, that includes myself. And I was like, Hey, you know what? When things are correcting, then maybe it's time to correct what I'm doing as well. Um, it is a great time to reinvent yourself. Yeah. You know, like I, I, lo- I like to look at market corrections as a great time to reinvent yourself, meaning it's a start over. It's a place to kind of say, okay, doors are closing. Maybe what was working isn't working so good. Mm-hmm. And But whenever one door closes, another opens, what's that new door and how do I capitalize on new opportunities? I feel like if you don't, if if the market doesn't give that to you, which it always does, but if it doesn't give that to you frequently enough, you got to create it yourself. Yep. So like what I do is I, I move around a lot like yeah. where I live. So every three to five years, I move to yep. a completely different place. I don't know if we'll always do that because my, my wife's kind of like, can we... Can we like create some stability? Why do we have so, yeah. but for now it's worked. And for the past 10, 15 years, that's how I've done it because that move is a chance to start all over. Yeah. It's a brand new start because you, you meet new people, you're in a new place, you gotta, you gotta make all new connections. It's a brand new market, maybe mm-hmm. to learn. So I'm a big believer in strategically reinventing yourself, forcing yourself to be uncomfortable. Yeah. You've done it now several times mm-hmm. because. 
you had a good thing going when you left that you left to start real estate. I remember. Yeah, what definitely. You were, what you were doing was great. Yeah. yeah awesome yeah, sales a, job. Mm-hmm. Mortgage banker at a, you know, Quicken Loans, which is, was the highest performing mortgage company. But you were doing good there. You were making good money. Yeah. Yeah. To leave and start all over. That's most people are afraid to do that. That's yeah. what I love about you, Michael, is you, you weren't afraid to follow your passion and to you're, you're more interested in living a purposeful life than you are about a paycheck or doing something that isn't aligning with that purpose. Exactly. And people need to do that. I think a lot of people resonate with that, but they're afraid to leave the comfort of a, of a, maybe a good paying job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, back to kind of where I'm at right now is, you know, very much so still in an uncomfortable position where it's (laughs) like, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out the right method and, you know, but after a year of doing it now, it's like, okay, I'm going to stay as far away from, you know, trying to get tugged in as, you know, a million different directions. We just stick with one method, go for it, master it, and then maybe start adding some stuff. When you um, say method, a way to do deals? Yes, okay. correct. So yes. marketing strategy? Marketing strategies. And so right now what we're doing is, and, and a, a lot of other people are doing this, is agent outreach. Yeah, um, on market. Yeah, On market, yep. And and also just, uh, but also just cultivating a relationship with, with agents and letting them know that, hey, like I want to be a tool in your tool belt um, to help you solve seller's problems and make your life easy. So, you know, have them send Mm -hmm. us deals before they list it and go through all the hassle. Um, and really just enunciating that when we're talking to agents and you would be very shocked to find that they have deals ready to go that they're working on. And it's always the, so that, you know, and I've only done three deals since I've left, um, you know, the company I was working for. Yeah. But that's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. But it, it, they're all just like situations where it's like, uh, you know, Hey, like, you know, we specialize in, you know, solving sellers problems, doing creative finance. And it's like, oh, I actually do have a cousin who lives in a different state that is going through, you know, a foreclosure. You think you'd be able to help them out. And the three deals I've done, the agent has actually just sent me the seller's contact info to, to close it myself. And then we just put it It's not listed yet. No. So this is a, this is a seller that the agent Probably went on a listing appointment, mm-hmm. talked to the seller. Seller's got a distressed situation, either mm-hmm. a property or personally. And that agent, rather than sign up a listing, take pictures, put it on the MLS and try to be a listing agent, they talk to you and they say, hey, Michael, you talk to the seller. If you can solve this seller's problem, great. I'll connect the two of you. Mm-hmm. And then are you offering that agent yeah. I, I just told him, Hey, typically we pay out, um, you know, if it's, if it's a situation where we're dealing with the seller directly, you know, typically we pay out our agents 500 bucks or whatever makes you happy. Okay. Um, you know, we just work on that on a case by so case it's not, basis. It's not like you got to pay a big piece of it. I mean, there's I mean, lots it's not of different, 3%. guys, there's lots of different things. You could do that. You could offer to split wholesale fee, whatever. Like there's a lot of different models out there that you can do with agents. What I try to do is, is maybe what you're doing, which is just ask that agent, Hey, what would you like to see? If I can work a deal with this seller, what do you want to have out of this? And let the agent tell you, Hey, give me 500 bucks or Hey, I'd like to get a listing fee or I'd like this. And now you know what to build into your offer to compensate that agent who is bringing you that referral. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, and I'm, I'm still, you know, how, when, when I was working for a company, like the advantage for me was, Hey, all I have to do is get it under contract and then they handle the rest. 
I'm still essentially doing the same thing where, you know, my primary, my primary way of dispositioning deals is using a dispo house. Mm -hmm. So that, I, that I know, like, and trust, mm -hmm. um, and I'm very close with them. So, it's, you know, I, I just sent the deal to them and they took it to close and, and it 50 -50. was really easy. And yeah. then 50, 50, the, the wholesale. No, um, we, I have a relationship with these guys. Mm -hmm. So, and, and they're a very, very high volume business. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're a very underground company. They don't, mm. you know, really put themselves out there, but I know them very well. And it's a situation where it's not 50, 50, like, Hey, if it, you know, for example, on the deal I'm talking about, the total assignment fee was 30 grand and they only asked for $3,500. Okay. Yeah. So, it's, so let's talk about that a second. Um, some of these big dispo companies that there's a few here in Phoenix that I'm thinking of, I'm not, I'm not going to say who they are, but mm -hmm. they, they're, they're very happy to, to just get a fee and not do a 50, 50 split. So what you do then is if that's how they operate, you take, you go to them and you say, Hey, uh, this is my number that I want for this deal. Here's, here's the fee that you want. Maybe they already tell you, or you understand that. And then you keep the, all the rest of the upside. And that's yep. amazing because on that one, you, you kept, you know, 26, 27,000 of that out of exactly. that deal. Yeah. And it was incredibly easy, especially for when you're new and, and you very much so teach like, Hey, get the property under contract, go find a buyer manually and, and do that work, which definitely works. But you know, if you're new and that's like nerve wracking to you, build a relationship with somebody that you know is doing high volume and they're not messing around. They care about their business. Um, that was easier to me than doing all the legwork. Creating your own dispo. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at least for a time, right? Because yeah. now you've alleviated like the whole other half of wholesaling, the dispo mm -hmm. side you've outsourced yeah. to a local guy that's doing great, our local company. As you probably dial in your acquisitions and you get that kind of figured out, maybe you bring on a salesperson, you may say, okay, I'm ready now to start doing my own dispo, building my own list, creating yeah. my own contacts. But at least you're going in phases. Like you're you're understanding where you're at in the business and what's working right now. And mm -hmm. what's kind of like good enough for now is for you to dispo it out. Maybe you keep that because you're like, man, my dispo fees are so low and these guys have amazing buyers. Yeah. I'm just going to keep doing this. Yeah. But the downside to that is whenever you don't create your own model you're and you're relying on another, they could dry up. They could change their formula. They could stop. They could move to a new mark, whatever, anything you have no control. Yeah. So that's a little scary on that part of it. Exactly. And this, and again, this is, um, you exactly to your point, you know, I'm, I'm two months into, mm -hmm. you know, building my own company at this yeah. point. So it's like, okay, I know that this works, but while I'm doing that and dispoing deals through them, I am building a buyer's, you know, I'm going out of Good. my way to take a portion out of my day to call two, three buyers, you know, call some, call some recent renovations and say, Hey, congrats. Mm -hmm. Are you looking for another one? What are you looking for? How can, what's the best way to work with you, et cetera. Yeah. So totally. I met with uh, Chris Iman earlier. We did a video and he does, um, between 40 and 70 wholesale transactions a month. So machine, right? Yeah. That's awesome. And one of the things they're doing right now in this market, since buyer, since the buyer pools have dried up a bit, is uh, they're outbounding. So they've got a sales team that is calling all of the cash buyer transactions over the past 30, 60, 90 days. Mm -hmm. And they're basically saying, hey, you're active right now. You're buying right now. What are you looking for? What's your criteria? Let me yeah. get you on my list. Let me bring you inventory. And what a great strategy today to, to be talking to the active buyers. 
your buyers list from six months ago or nine months ago, half of those are gone now yeah. or more. Right. So it is now it's about, it's about new buyers or building the buyers that are buying today mm-hmm. is really where wholesalers need to be focusing. Yeah, I agree. It's, uh, it's, you know, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it, you know, and eventually it's, it's inevitable. I'm going to want to transition from not transition, but, you know, also be the wholesaler, but be the end buyer. And then, you know, you have all the tools in your tool belt. And, you know, that's really where I see myself being is, you know, owning a lot of property and whatever doesn't work for me. I have a solid buyer's list that I can send Mm -hmm. them out to. And just that uh, Michael is my, that's my game. mm -hmm. Like, like I, I want to, I want to keep the home runs and flip those. Maybe if you're in the hold, you hold some of those, Mm -hmm. everything else you just wholesale out. And it's, I think it's a beautiful business model because when you can create your own leads and you can create your own deal flow and you own acquisitions, Mm -hmm. you'll never go hungry again. Like you, you're never relying on others. You get to pick whatever meat off the bone you want and pass whatever you don't want off. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about real estate is you can kind of create your own ecosystem and there's so so many different flavors of like, you know, how you could do it. You just got to find out what works best for you and kind of where you see yourself. And I'm still figuring that out. Mm-hmm. You know, I say I want to own a hundred units, but then maybe, it, maybe you I'm don't. like, you, yeah, I just want to. Maybe you're like, thing. that's brain damage. I don't want to own those. <laughs> exactly. Well, good. Michael, that's really fun to see you kind of now moving in this new direction, branching out, building your own business. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, he was working under a wholesale company in sales. And now here you are branching out. Are yeah. you doing um, just Phoenix or are you doing some other markets? We're, we're actually, uh, we we are not in Phoenix. Not in Phoenix. We're um, just forcing ourselves to be virtual. So we build that team. Um, but we are strictly in Dallas, Fort Worth and okay. Houston. Okay. Um, there's no real rhyme or reason why we chose mm. that other than the fact that that's where I got two deals um, after I left. Mm. And my brain just told me to go back to the hand that fed me. Okay. Um, Good. So yeah. Dallas, Fort Worth and Houston. If you have any deals, I'd love to help you out with them. That's great. You guys got it. So Michael, thank you again for taking time to sit down and share your story. What, uh, let's, let's kind of part with this. What, what piece of advice would you give somebody watching this? Who's, cause you said in the very beginning, you say, I'm very much that advocate for the new wholesaler. What advice would you give a new wholesaler that's working on their first deal or maybe a step or two behind you trying to figure out this business? Mm -hmm. Stick with one thing and master it. Um, mm-hmm. So whether that's direct to seller, agent outreach, making you know offers on market, just pick one thing, master that skill and hit it as hard as you possibly can. And if 90 days goes by and you don't have a deal, well, then then you can really analyze why am I not getting a deal? Mm-hmm. It'll it'll just give you a lot more peace of mind of you know why something is or isn't happening. But just stick with one thing, because if you do three things, um, then they're all three not going to work. And that's the reason why. So, yeah, I like to say, take one marketing channel or one strategy and go really deep with it. Like mm-hmm. really learn it well, really master it be- instead of going broad. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like, uh, I think of fishing. So you get the fishing line in the water, really learn how to, the right lure, the right depth, the right, all this with the fishing line. When you start catching fish, maybe now add another fishing line. Mm-hmm. The goal would be you got multiple channels that are all generating. But in the beginning, if you spread, if you go, if you go horizontal, not vertical, 
what happens is, is like you like you've probably experienced, I've experienced this, is you just get spread too thin and now you don't do any really one thing that good versus mm-hmm. one thing really good. Exactly. So I think that's yeah. some good advice there, guys. So love that. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for doing this again. Excited to to spend time with you, be in touch with you, see your business grow and develop and and can't wait for the next interview we do. I truly appreciate it. Thank you, Awesome. Thank you, guys. If you haven't, be sure to subscribe to the channel and we'll see you on the next video.